really, when you think about what hats you wear, you're really talking about your roles, your responsibilities, the things that you do, even taking it even deeper, but what matters most to you? What in the scheme Mm -hmm. of things, what matters most? Welcome to Purposeful Podcasting. I'm Wendy. And I'm Crystal. This podcast is meant to share how we and other entrepreneurs bring together purpose and passion to leverage profit in our businesses. We are shining a light on adventure-loving, purpose-driven, action-minded, authentic, and rebellious entrepreneurs. Just like us. So join us as we talk about business and life and everything in between. Hello, everyone, and welcome to season three of Purposeful Podcasting. Hi, I'm Wendy, and I am here with Crystal. (laughs) And today we want to talk with you about actually something that we got from the interviews that we do. When we ask the question, what five hats do you wear? And it's a question that we've actually never asked ourselves or asked each other. So we thought that would be an interesting way to start because really, when you think about what hats you wear, you're really talking about your roles, your responsibilities, the things that you do, even taking it even deeper. But what matters most to you? What in the scheme Mm -hmm. of things, what matters most? Why don't I pass the microphone, pass the the baton-like microphone? Crystal, what hats do you wear? Can I start with saying that I initially hated this question and not because I hated the question, but because it was a hard question to answer. Yes, it's very hard. When you initially pitched this out, I, he said, well, what hats do you wear? And I said, I, I don't know. A lot, so many. And then I think you initially had asked, like, what are the five hats you wear? And mm-hmm. I was like, ah, five, ah, ah. Because it's either I can think of one or I can think of 30, but I couldn't think of five. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) And, you know, the thing is, sitting down and making a list, there could be at any time 100 hats that we wear, even more. What I liked about this is really narrowing down and focusing on what matters most. Priorities. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Mm -hmm. I like immediately, what hats do you wear? Could be tasks. Well, no. (laughs) we'll just hack that off. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I'm a chauffeur, but it's, it's not any way near a priority in my life. Even something like, you know, a social media person or whatever. Mm, Yeah. No, not a priority. It does take some time, some forethought, some digging into, oh, surprise, purpose, strengths, values, all that good stuff. Yeah. And I think that's why that question shook me a little bit, because I think that it was a good reminder, because I think if you're not doing this reminder, at least annually, if not quarterly or, you know, monthly, regularly, what are your priorities? What are you, what hats are you wearing? Because sometimes you're out of alignment. Like sometimes I'm wearing hats that are not my priority and I'm not putting on the hat that is my priority. Mm. And that I think was a little eye opening. Yeah. And I'm getting ready to go into a season of life where I have to really narrow down my priorities Mm -hmm. just to survive. Yep. I think that's what made that question so difficult because for me, it really was like, okay, 
I could think of dozens of hats that I've had to wear over the years of social media manager, funnel builder, marketing strategist, coach, da, 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 da. Well, a lot of those hats are having to get put up right now in this season of life. So that was a really long way. I guess I could finally answer your question. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Crystal just answer the question. My hats are mom, wife, business owner, friend, and community volunteer. Those were the five hats that I narrowed down to. And, okay. that hard. <laughs> and that's a fabulous, fantastic, wonderful list. I think that a lot of it is very heartfelt. Mm-hmm. And I love what you just said about how looking at this in a, in a regular interval is what's really important because a month from now, it can change. Seasons are meant to be three months if you want to take it literally. I actually like to do these sorts of things in 90-day intervals. I think it gives you a cleaner snapshot. And I think about it, and I am in a different season of life, though we do have many similarities. So Mm -hmm. I looked at it from, I guess, a different angle. So I also cheated. Oh, well, what what were your five hats then? And then how did you cheat so I can cheat in the future? Okay. This is just my overall drumbeat, the the whole thing about being there for my family. That definitely, for me, encompasses, I sort of (laughs) put a bigger umbrella around the mother, wife, and friend. Because if I give you a friend label, in all likelihood, you are family. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. You're my soul sister. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it's like always been that little sad thing where, oh, I have no one to play with. I don't have a ton of friends, but the Mm -hmm. friends I have are keepers forever. And I take the friendship super seriously. So in other words, family. So that would be the first one. And that really has become my major drumbeat over the past couple of years. And I actually don't necessarily see that possibly ever changing. And that's not to shortchange the mother and wife hat, which I take very seriously, but it's really, you know, my kids need me less. I guess my husband needs me less. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll have to ask him about that. He's making breakfast right now, by the way. The second one was business partner, which I take very seriously. I know sometimes it's hard to believe, but yes, I do. It's not hard to believe you guys. (laughs) You don't even know what it's like to be in partnership with this lady. She takes it very seriously. (laughs) I don't. Apparently more serious than I do because I'm a business owner. (laughs) She said business Well, you know what? It's interesting, but that's actually what I initially had was business owner kind of slash partner. And then I'm like, well, but when I thought about it, I think that one of the reasons why I do this is because of the partnership. I'm not super fabulous as a solopreneur. I spend too much time like in the weeds, in some crazy, you know, hole that I've rabbit hole that I've fallen in and never come out of. So for me, it's very much about the partnership. I would like to change mine. No, no, but that's a hundred percent how I feel too. And when I think about like my responsibilities as a business owner, cause that's why I have that hat is that it's because I feel responsibility and it's mm-hmm. less to the business. It's, it's to you. Oh, thank you. 
and to and, and, our to, and to what we've created and our clients. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's but that doesn't happen without you and I. Yeah. This this doesn't happen without the collaboration of the two of us. So I when I think about that, it's like who am I responsible to? And ooh, mm-hmm. that's whoa, that was that's insightful on me. <laughs> Probably like what hats do I wear? is very much dictated to who I feel responsible to. I'm going to make a note, a mental note that we're going to come back to that. We're going to come back. We will circle we're back, back. We're going to swing back to that. But we're going to um, give Crystal the courtesy to process that. <laughs> Number three is being an endurance rower, Ooh. which has become for me a type of identification yeah. and something that I really work hard at. And interestingly, for someone who is never, ever athletic, ever. It's a really strange twist. <laughs> what, like running a half marathon when you're 38 years old for the first time? <laughs> kind of like that. Yes. Um, no, that, and I, successfully running a half marathon. <laughs> well, but I identify with this. And so for those that don't know, if you're new listeners to us, Wendy is an endurance rower. She rows six days a week. You probably more like five, but multiple I row about, yeah. Well, and then on the, during the five days, she will row more than once in a day. Oh yeah. And this schedule for her is non-negotiable. Correct. The schedule for her is non-negotiable, which I have great respect for because it is priority and she does not shy away from the fact that it is a priority in her life. It's something she's very proud of. She's, she should be very proud of it. She's like awesome at it. If you've ever watched she row, it's kind of like, damn girl. <laughs> I like watching you run. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like a little bit less damn girl because there's like a lot of people running faster than me. But like, but it is it is kind of amazing. So well, yeah, just so people to give people context. Because yeah. it's not like you're a casual rower. No, oh, no. No, and that is correct. And I take it seriously because I value the health benefits. I value the mental benefits and I value the camaraderie and that sort of stuff. So it's something that I definitely would hang, <laughs> hang a hat on again, for someone who this was not my thing. Whoa. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm still mind blown that I'm actually doing it. Well, and so that's a good question. When did you start rowing? The row house opened in November of 2020. I had been much more casual. Well, I was very, <laughs> let's face it. I was very casual about any kind of exercise period for a hell of a long time. It was November of 2020. And the joke that my daughter made, because I forced the family to row during the pandemic was that, oh, she's got this idea. It's going to last two weeks and it's going to be gone. Millions of miles later for the family, it's still there. (laughs) Jokes Jokes on you. Well, and it's really cool to me because I think it's a really good reminder that our hats can change over years and over seasons and who you are today is not who you have to be 10 years from now or 20 years from now. Well, I think the interesting thing as well, had we done this exercise three months ago, you would have had endurance running. You would have had running on, uh, you would have worn that hat. Yeah. That was a priority of yours in preparing for a half marathon. Well, so I was, but interestingly enough, I don't know if it was a, if it would have been a hat for me because I don't, I think I was scared to share that part of Uh, like taking it seriously. Right. Because like, what if I had failed? That's really, oh, that's so interesting. So see, we're going to have like a lot of like making a list for my therapist now, y'all don't worry. Yeah. (laughs) 
But the interesting piece of that is your hat doesn't have to be perfection. Yeah. Your hat needs to be your purpose and your purpose is along the lines of a purpose, but it has to be more of what is that aim? What are you aiming for? What if you had been like the woman who at the marathon was doing all of them and got swept away at 44.6 miles, so close that she could have tasted the finish line. Is yeah. that is that failure or is that just, I didn't quite hit my mark this time? It's a really good question and a really good perspective. And, it's, and the answer is, of course, it's not failure. I think if you had asked me this question three months ago, though, I think my answers would have been a lot more business focused and much mm-hmm. less family focused mm-hmm. and friend focused. Yeah. Like I said, as I'm going into this season, my daughter's going to have major surgery. So my focus has to be like much more like in a caretaker role and much Mm -hmm. more like of allowing myself to be taken care of, which is why like that friend had and like maintaining those relationships and those connections Mm -hmm. are such a priority for me right now. Again, it's like slightly different season. Whereas I think that my priorities and my, my hats have been fairly consistent. Number four for me is lifelong learning. And Mm. if I don't have the ability to continue to learn, I don't know where I'd be. I do know where I'd be. I'd be really sad. I would probably ultimately be the shell of the person that I am because I just need that. For me, it becomes a priority. If something happens in life and there's a shift, that can fall by the wayside if it needs to. Mm -hmm. And the last thing, which sort of segues into what I will come back to with you, is I'm the mistress of my own destiny. Ooh, what a badass hat, Mindy. Yeah, I guess the older I get, the more I think about myself. It's also that privilege where my kids, knock wood, are progressing nicely into Mm -hmm. young adulthood. My husband has his career, his interests, while there's lots of overlap. I have the opportunity to take the time to reflect on me. Also, I feel very strongly that I control my destiny right now. Also, the the cheating part was there is a number six. Oh, well. Yeah. For me, number six would be a world traveler and my place in the world. So coming back to you would be Mm. the question about where do you fit in? And also now that I've given you a number six. (laughs) Well, yeah, because it was, who was it that we interviewed in season two? Jen Pasquale, right? Uh, Lauren Ritter. Lauren Ritter said, Lauren Ritter said, I have a me hat. Yeah. Which is like a profound thing. And I think that this is true of women in general. And when you talk about the fact that we are in different seasons of life, mm-hmm. I think that it's interesting because I do think there is this shift that women go through in their life where they don't think about the me hat or the, the mistress of my domain hat. Damn, I still <laughs> can't. Destiny. Oh, mistress of my destiny. I mean, like still, damn. I mean, like, You know, like that didn't even occur to me, but Mm -hmm. I think that there's an interesting point in my life where I am feeling the the conflict of like, what about me? Yeah. What about me? And wanting to be identified as more than Major Iker's wife or Mm -hmm. more than Sydney and Lorelai's mom. I want to be identified as Crystal. And when I think about this last year of like the things that just lit me on fire, one would be like the cruise we went on, you Mm -hmm. and I. 
We went with other friends who are also other business owners. And it was like the first time in a long time I was in a space where I was identified just as me yes, for my skills and abilities mm-hmm. and not in an environment where I was identified as the wife of this guy or the mother daughter of these people, because Mm -hmm. when you're in your community and your world, it's easy to get lost with that. And I think somebody said, you know, sometimes you have to like mother, like you don't work and work like you're not a mother. And I definitely feel that pull. Yes. A lot. And it's really hard. It's really hard. Mm -hmm. So I, I would think like the me hat is really the business owner, business partner hat, weirdly Mm -hmm. enough, because that is the first time in the last year, especially Mm -hmm. the two years that I've really stepped in and started owning my gifts as like an intelligent Mm -hmm. individual person unto myself, weirdly enough. And it has manifested in that. And then I, you know what, I will throw that. I am a runner on because we are looking into other half marathons to sign up for (laughs) as we speak. God help us. Hey, here you go. I'm training for a, I'm training to row a full marathon. Oh, I shouldn't say that out loud. Should I? A full, marathon, a full marathon in March. Why don't you train with me? <laughs> well, Brandon wants, my husband wants to run the full marathon here in town in March. Oh. And I said, well, I'm not going to run a full marathon, but I, I would run the half. Things like that get under your skin. You become an adrenaline junkie. A little bit, a little bit. And, oh, pretty uh, good high. It's, it's a super fabulously healthy way. And it gives you time for yourself. I would love to know what hats our listeners wear. Mm -hmm. I think y'all should let us know. And again, we could probably revisit this. Maybe we should, maybe we should next season and see where we are. Maybe I'll find my mistress of my destiny hat. That's pretty freaking cool. Still. I'm not ever going to get over that. Damn. (laughs) I were going to have t-shirts made up. So I'll tell, you know, it's funny though. I'll tell you where that came from. Many moons ago, I'm a huge Bull Durham fan. Do you remember in Bull Durham, he did, I believe. He did this whole, Kevin Costner did that whole, I believe, I believe in all these things. And Mm -hmm. Susan Sarandon is looking at him like, oh my. Well, as one does look at Kevin Costner. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, we still look at him that way. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) I took some time at the end of my first marriage to really think about who I was and Mm -hmm. came up with my own little, I believe statement, which actually became a really cool thing, not only for online dating, but also when I transitioned to the online space as an entrepreneur, because we all have to be different and what you Mm -hmm. believe makes you different. And that mistress of my own destiny came out of that particular exercise that I did many moons ago. It sort of has stuck. And when I was really sitting down grappling and thinking about this, that kept coming back. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that came back, but that one really kept coming back to me, especially now in my, you know, my season of life that it's really important to me. I love that. And also who doesn't love inspiration from a good baseball movie? Hey, exactly. Exactly. I I am a sucker for a good baseball movie. On that note, (laughs) thank you all so much for joining us and we will see you again next week. And with that, I bid you adieu. Bye. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a rating but only if you liked it. Otherwise, just keep it to yourself.
You can learn more about purposeful podcasting on our website at serendipitousrebel.com. And if you have topics you'd like to hear about, be sure to submit them on our website or DM us on social media. 